0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Leading Edge Cricket Podcast. It's the Robin Richer, We're back together at long last. We've, Rich has been camping. Rich has been living up, pitching, baiting, <laughs> hopefully not headbutting Billy no. Sharp at the end of the Forest game, but no, got himself a trip to Wembley coming up. And all the excitement that's been going on around this England team is coming to fruition. The first test around New Zealand is right around the corner. And Rich,
1: we have our first 13-man squad for the summer exciting mate. yeah nearly as exciting as seeing forest get to Wembley last night and i did not go on the hallowed turf at the city ground i do not do such things respect but yeah good fun great fun mate yeah 13-man squad it's good that we've got it isn't it um we expect it to be quite tight squad it's interesting that it's for the first two tests and not for the whole series Uh, it gives them time to reassess doesn't it and i think if we had to just sum it up our initial reactions of it it was a little bit hmm a little bit meh a little bit I don't want to say bland, but it was it was a safe squad, wasn't it? I think there's been a bit of frustration, hasn't there? With people, you know, one or two inclusions, one or two exclusions, um, but overall, yeah, I think it's a little bit underwhelming, a little bit self, uh, safe even, and I just wonder if McCullum and others are just trying to be a little bit respectful of the setup just to see um, see where they go after that but uh... yeah
0: and you don't you don't mm. know what you don't know on your first day yeah, in the job right exactly. you've, you've only you seen can't... some guys on TV yeah. you've not been covering everything That's in it. detail you've not got your trusted yeah. people I assume there's going to be trusted people mm. in positions for scouting and things like that I assume mm. it's uh, James Taylor still heavily involved, probably in the scouting process and yeah. selection process, possibly. Mm. And this is also probably the first time in a few years where we've had a 13-man squad rather than a 17-man bubble, We're trying to that's fight true. COVID and all the yeah. things of that. So past squads might have been a little bit more exciting because there've been a broader range of players. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. I mean, we we pretty much know what the starting eleven is going to be. When, you know, obviously, when we get into the, the squad, we'll we'll talk all through that. But uh, it is a, it is a much tighter squad. There's players that have missed out that we will all agree. I think probably should have deserved an opportunity. Injuries, obviously, Rob. You'll be talking about that shortly, won't you? Just we've got an absolute ridiculous injury list, yeah. um, especially when it comes to seam bowlers with this setup at the moment. So that was pretty much it. Almost picked itself, I think that did, didn't it? But um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm just. I think I understand all the decisions they've made. I understand the rationale and the arguments behind them. Whether I agree with them all, that's a completely different thing. Um, And certainly when we get onto the spinner position, I think we have to be careful, don't we? Because I think everybody, it seems like everybody, literally everybody, even people that don't even know cricket, suddenly just found themselves saying Parkinson. (laughs) What about Parkinson? I think they'll, he deserves to get an opportunity. But at the same time, Jack Leach doesn't necessarily deserve to be dropped. (laughs) <laughs> so it's a that's different it. one, isn't it? When, when we're looking at it that way, we have to be fair to the ones they have selected. It's not, my God, they've picked the worst player ever. No, actually, they've picked someone that's been a really good servant for England over the last few years. Um, so we have to be careful of how we do assess uh, assess this first squad. But it is definitely, it wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be. Certainly when I started hearing what the, the like, likely 11 will be, I'm not as excited, let's say, as I, as I would like yeah, to. Yeah,
0: a lot of same-same, um, but but new opportunities thrown into the mixture yeah. as well. Two mm. tests is a good call. I get a couple mm. of tests, see what's in front of you, and then see what changes you're going to make from that. There's, there's yeah. a whole bunch of players, mm. Rich, and I think this is one of the mm. incredible things about English cricket at the moment, for good mm. and bad, because it showcases the immense amount of depth that we've got going on, mm. even though our batting hasn't been great, but our bowling depth is absolutely insane. We have mm. got... The longest list of injured Test bowlers that I can ever remember on record, mate.
1: Yeah, I'll settle in for a minute. You you go ahead and tell them. I'm just going to take five. Yeah,
0: also, um, I just want to call out <laughs> Rich currently wearing his Notts Forest top. Nottingham. Don't call them Knotts Forest. Don't, don't, and don't drinking don't do out that.
1: of a Derbyshire cup. I'm doing that in respect for the fact that Derbyshire have had such a good start to the summer. I picked this up last year at the Royal London Cup. Very nice visit to Derbyshire uh, to watch that second 11 competition as it is now. ECB naughty boys and, some, um, and yeah why not you know what I mean they've made a great great start to summer and I'm I'm trying to channel a bit of positive energy for knots who'll be playing Derbyshire this week so mm, big game you know, that reverse uh, psychology do it
0: against uh, against the likes of Brody and Patterson
1: mm-hmm. Patterson as
0: well so injury list right Chris Wokes shoulder knee injuries niggles not fit to play not played any first class mm. cricket Mark Wood. Elbow injury, had surgery, no ETA on his return. Joffrey Archer, elbow injury, had surgery, no ETA on his return. Ollie Robinson, sorry, Ollie Stone, stress fracture of the of the back, uh, due back around the hundred time. Liam, Liam Norwell, Ooh. who played Lions cricket and really Ooh. impressed, concussion, out for a few weeks, no ETA on his return. Don't know if he's playing this week. Matthew Fisher, new one, stress fracture of the back, out for the season. Sakib Mahmood, Ooh. new one, stress fracture of the back. Out for the season. I am not on rinse and repeat here, but this is actually what's going on. Sam Curran injured, rehab underway, currently batting at six for Surrey mm. and on a progress back to full strength and mm. health bowling wise. Ollie Robinson hampered by injuries throughout the winter again, rehabbing in county cricket, trying to work his way back to playing mm. enough cricket and bowling enough overs to be warranted in this England team. He's had it pretty rough this year. He's had toothache and food poisoning, which has also limited his bowling. Rich, that's nine. Nine international bowlers over the last two years or so are out. How? Yeah, That just doesn't happen, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, luckily, numbers one and two are fit. Because if, if numbers one and two is in that list, then you're barely putting out an international attack, are you? But somehow we're still able to do that. Ollie Robinson is disappointing that he's not got himself fit yet. This is a huge opportunity for him to win over the new new regime after a few question marks that might have been spoken about. You know, it's not fair on him yet. He needs to go and prove himself to the new setup, doesn't he? The heartbreakers for me, though, is Saki Mahmood and Matt Fisher. Um, yeah. Matt Fisher, I think, is a promising player. Um, I've not got into him as much yet because I've not seen him as much, but that's probably because of all the injuries he's had. in he's, he's relatively young but, but quite long career to date. But Saki Mahmood, someone I'm so excited about as a prospect, and this was the year. I thought, I thought this summer he's going to play, and, he, and you know, not just be selected in squads, but he's going to play Test match cricket at home yeah. for England and show the world and show us what he can do. That's a real tough one to take. That is to see him. He's not going to be available. Um, the opportunities are there now, though, aren't they? Those who are fit, if you are the last man standing, if you can bowl and you're taking a few wickets in county cricket, cricket, and you've got a bit of gas and a bit of something about you opportunities. It's a huge it list. And I'm not even sure how many of those players will will see more cricket this summer. I mean, you, you're optimistic about the likes of Archer um, yeah. and, and one or two others, but um, you just, with the way things have gone, you just think, yeah, sure, we'll see you in July, but it's probably not going to be July.
0: Yeah. It's it's incredibly sad that so mm-hmm. many of them are finding themselves on the shelf. It's, it's just very strange. Uh, Dan Lawrence is on the shelf as well as the only batsman yes. that I'm putting On the injury shelf, he pulled a hammy first or second Mm. week of the county championship season. Uh, No cricket since then. Don't know. Mm. I haven't seen the Essex squad release for the game that starts Thursday morning UK time. I think it's the last round of county championship cricket for the T20 Blast as well. So Mm -hmm. good to get him a game if he wants to have a go. When uh, the third test rolls around, but that's unfortunate of him. He he was okay during the West Indies tour. A big ninety-seven, threw it away at the end to avoid getting the uh, the jug in for the team. Rich, mm. we'll, we'll break down the lineup. I mean, the way we're going to do this, we're going to walk it through. Mm. We're going to go openers, middle orders, pace bowlers, spinners, and and uh, yeah.
1: and so on, and so forth. So the, the squad, obviously, as we named, we said two man, two two test squad, wasn't it? So Stokes is captain. Ben Stokes, then it's Jimmy Anderson, Johnny Bairstow, Stuart Broad, Harry Brook of Yorkshire, twenty three year old, Zach Crawley of Kent, Ben Folkes, Jack Leach, Alex Lees, Craig Overton, Matty Potts, Matthew Potts, full name Durham, uh, the young, the younger uh, seamer, twenty three year old again, Ollie Pope, and then ex captain Joe Root. So that's actually thirteen. And then yeah, I think we want to break it down by position, really, don't we? Openers rich.
0: Alex yeah. Lees retains his spot at the top of the order yeah. after um, an OK performance, maybe OK performance in the West Indies, He averaged 21, a couple of 31s in the third test.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, we have to remember that we? We, we we lose patience so quickly with openers, it seems, especially, you know, Hasib Bamid, for example, you know, gets brought back in, does pretty well, has a bit of a bad time. As we keep saying, little catchphrase, isn't it? Ashes was all his fault. Um, It must be because he felt like the only player that was dropped from it. Alex Lees did okay. He's a good player. He was the next cab off the rank. um, But he started this summer really well. I think he absolutely deserves to to retain the spot. I think his partner, on the other hand, um, Mr Crawley, Zach Crawley, I, I think they're betting on ability down the road, aren't they? But at some point, Crawley has to show some consistency. And I think he's pretty lucky considering he can't buy a run this summer. Um, unless i i've been away this weekend and off comms for a few days so if um if he score, scored any runs the other day and i missed it i apologize no. but i'm no. pretty sure he didn't yeah
0: I'll no he though. didn't unfortunately 156 yeah. runs at an average of 19 this year mm. he's averaging 21.83 versus pace and 12.5 versus spin alex lee's on the other hand has started the season mm. exceptionally four yeah. matches 490 yeah. runs an average of 98, 118 against pace bowling, which mm. has seen a lot of people bowling round the wicket, which Kamar Roach caused him problems with. And he's yep. gone back to his old technique of batting almost outside off, stump to the round the wicket stuff. That's working. He's averaging mm. 67 against spin. So the Lee's selection, mm. 100% down with that. Great choice. Yep. Sh- so solidity. The guy's performing really yep. well. Zach Crawley has fought off a lot of competition from a lot mm. of opener scoring, yep. a lot of runs this year. And they're showing faith in him. And I feel this was almost inevitable with a new regime coming in Mm. and Crawley is an exciting cricketer that he's got something that a lot of openers don't. The way he scores his runs, the fluency, Mm. the strike rate that he can go at, his ability to break down attacks. I think they want to see that and then
1: Mm.
0: make their own decisions based off it rather than going, Mm. oh, actually, you're not quite up to scratch. And there's so much of Mm. saying it's not up to scratch. He averages 28 in test cricket, rich 29 against pace, 27 against spin, Not neither of those things are mm. exceptional. And what we've seen generally is big score, nothing, big score, nothing. West Indies, mm-hmm. big score at the start, and then and then nothing again.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one for him, isn't it? I think if he has been scoring more runs in county, I would park the issues he's had in test cricket and, and try and look at it more balanced and, and think, OK, well, actually, it's a new regime coming in, maybe... Like we're going to get on to a certain Mr. Pope in a moment. Maybe it's not all, you know, it's not technical. The guys are quality players, they score runs, probably not so much at the moment. But what's going on with them? Why can't they step into the test arena and perform? What's stopping them? What's blocking them? It has to be something else. It it, is, you know, it has to be mental, it has to be, you know, in the mind, doesn't it? So maybe the new regime will free people up, we'll give them a bit more, um, a bit more ability to to just express themselves as, as sportsmen. Not recklessly, but just do it in the right way that brings out the finest in the performance. We spoke about positivity, didn't we? With with McCullum coming in alongside Stokes, everything you do be positive. It doesn't mean smacking the ball everywhere; it means be positive in defence, be positive in everything. Maybe that helps the likes of Crawley, but I still think he's a very lucky man yeah, to retain his squad, his spot in the squad, and his place in the eleven because it, obviously he will be he will be opening that first test as well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely will. Um, moving on to the number three hole, Rich, and this has been called mm. out by Rob Key
0: going. Ollie Pope is batting at three for yes. England.
1: What's, what's, okay. your, what's your hot take on that? Well, I hope Rob Key's had a conversation with uh, the coach and, and captain before he's told everyone that Rob, Ollie Pope's batting at three. Um, but I, it's an interesting one. You made a good point on Twitter, didn't you, um, earlier in the day, just saying about how maybe this might help him. This might loosen him up again. We, you know, We speak about it being in the mind again, don't we? I don't know it's my answer. I'm baff- waffling around a little bit because it's just one of those where he's the best player in county cricket who plays week in, week out. Forget about Root or Stokes or whatever. He's the best player by far. But he just can't do it for England at the moment. He's so talented. You look at what he is. You know, He's a fantastic player, but you look at what he does and it's not there. So they clearly, again, like Crawley, they're looking at a player and going, this guy has talent. We're betting long, that this guy is going to be the player for years to come and you know it's that hopefully for, hoping for self-fulfilling prophecy isn't it it's like if i keep backing him enough he will be good but why does why do some of these players deserve all these opportunities i think we people will be asking um and maybe it's because he keeps churning runs out left right and center in county cricket so he does deserve the opportunity and do it longer but is he a number three i mean we don't want to open a can of worms again but if joe root are just about three we have got a, a jam of players queuing up round the round the block, haven't we? That could bat at four and five and six if you want them to. But we don't really have those options that are obvious options at three, unless you do say, Well, there's Tom Abel, there's Josh Bahannon, there's James Racy, there's James Vince. So maybe we do have the options. I think Pope's another one. I think he's quite lucky. I think let's summarise on that one. But I understand the rationale behind the selection. There's so
0: such a crossover to Ian Bell mm. with Ollie Pope. Whenever you talk yeah. about him, whenever mm. you look at him, there is huge crossover. Bell was someone who was mm. capable of moving from mm. middle order to batting at three quite successfully mm. for England. Scored two centuries, 1350s, mm. uh, 1748 runs, an average of 38 mm. at number three. If Pope averaged 38 at number three, we've got a number three for many years. To him <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I did mm. put a tweet out because I'm there was a lot of negativity around Pope being at three. And I was like, why mm. Why would they do that? And when you, you break down mm. how he does in test match cricket, his mm. is average versus pace isn't bad. But his mm. average versus spin is woeful. And if you're mm. coming in at five and six, and yes, they've had a hard run against teams like India and Nathan Lyon and people like mm. that you're going to struggle to get get going against things you're not quite as good at. He's mm. exceptional against pace. He's exceptional against pace in County cricket. Mm. He averages over 40 in the first 20 overs of an innings in the last four years for County cricket. So mm. if you look at those, you can kind of go, oh yeah, so you're trying to accentuate his positives and negate a bit of the negatives and, and issues that he might have going on. Mm. He hasn't got out to, to spin this year, interestingly enough, out of his 417 mm-hmm. runs, averaging over 60 against pace. So, you know, you know, I'm all in on trying it. And if I'm Brendan McCollum, yeah. I go, I've got Zach Crawley. I've got Ollie Pope. I've got these two next generational players for England that we think are going to be big. I want to see them in the flesh. What? Why not? Why, why not? I mean, it's two test matches. If after two test matches or the New Zealand series, you look at it and you go, mm. they're not quite ready, then at least you've learned firsthand what you've got. And they know mm. they're still part of the conversation and you want to enhance them to play in these roles.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think completely in agreement with all of that. Really exciting young players, they have to find a level of consistency. It's as simple mm. as that. And if you're batting two or three, we can't have a situation where Joe Root is still coming in, two down for not many on the board. You know, yeah. you may as well have him at three if that's the case. Um, so this is a huge opportunity for Pope. And I, I worry that on the first morning of the first test against New Zealand, we they get a good one, New Zealand bowling, we're one down early. Hope's not going to come in feeling, feeling free, is he? He's going to come in feeling a lot of pressure, thinking mm-hmm. I cannot get Joe Root in here straight away. It can't be 20 for two. Um, so I just worry um, about what how he's going to react. Fingers yeah. crossed him and Crawley both show a, a new level of consistency uh, to go alongside and hold off some of these other players that are absolutely kicking and banging the door down, who will be very it's frustrated they haven't been selected like Bohannon. Abel probably maybe wasn't expecting as much, but he's somebody I thought would have been a nice shout to slot in at three. A nice experience player. Yeah, he
0: probably let himself down a little bit. He's not had many batting Mm. opportunities, other than that 200, Mm. which other than the 200, Mm. um, he hasn't really scored any runs. The the thing that I struggle with Pope at three is he plays like a middle order play. He goes at Mm. a strike rate of about 70. And, you know, yeah. you do see Fluent. him playing outside off on balls that he does need to be leaving. him. we saw him shuffle around his technique and his feet so he could leave that fourth stump ball, but then ended up playing at the sixth stump ball. So mm. it's, you know, you just hope there's good people around him and the coaching is going to be different to what it's been previously to get the best out mm. of him. Um, yeah. Someone who I, th- I think it's really interesting here because he started the season mm. red hot. Joe Root at 4 rich. He's averaging 75. Yeah. He's mm. already got a big 100. 100 mm. against Jimmy Anderson before getting cleaned up this past week. Moves down to the four hole. What do you expect from Joe Root now he's not captain? Do you expect the same Um, level of performance? Because that level of performance the last 18 months is out of this world.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. The captaincy in part and what I expect performance, they're not necessarily linked, I don't think, in my mind. I don't think you can sustain that level of form uh, that he showed over the last 12 months. However, if the captaincy being uh, passed on frees him up... It, it would make sense that you would see an improvement in performance, but then how on earth do you see an improvement of performance? Yeah. So we're going to go in that little circle, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Which I can't quite work out how it's going to go. I would expect getting there somewhere near the same, but maybe not quite the same level of consistency. Yeah. Um, but still an exceptional performer. And yeah, I mean, just lock him in, move on to the There's next not, one. There's like not a lot you it. can say
0: about Root. He's no. exceptional. 21% of all matches yeah. he scores 100 in. That's more than double better than anyone else in this England team. Yeah. Um, which Brilliant. takes us on to number five, who is averaging 10% of his 100s uh, mm. every five matches, pretty much. Oh, sorry, one mm. every 10 match. Yeah. Jo- Johnny Bairstow slash Harry Brook at five.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like is going to get the nod, doesn't it? I mean, it's yeah. a little bit strange considering he's not really played. Well, when I say really, he hasn't played Red Bull cricket so far this summer. He's been with the IPL, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, we give a little bit of stick to the likes of um, Butler. Kent. Kent. But well, no. But I'll be honest. I've moved past Butler. I don't think he's part of the conversation anymore. But um, our dear friend in Kent, Sam Billings, that yes. um, he's gone over there rather than pushing himself. Bester is in command of this position, so he he has more freedom. But you could make an argument that maybe Bester should have been back by now, uh, just play maybe one four day game before he gets involved uh, in the first test. However, he isn't, and he is locked in as it seems. Fine, I've got no problem with that. I wanted him at six, but because Stokes is moving down to six, spoiler alert if you haven't already heard, um, then um, then I'm absolutely fine with Bairstow. is not the conversation for me. It's Brooke the conversation. Harry Brooke, 23-year-old, yeah. has gone off like an absolute train this summer. He's been incredible. He looked stunning against um, Lancashire, going off at probably yeah. like 150 strike rate. Um, a certain Matt Parkinson ended that very, very um, promising innings, uh, which did frustrate one or two people. And that's probably why um, he's not at three, um, is Mr. Brook. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too uh, promising, but the guy is seeing it like an absolute volleyball, beach yeah, ball, uh, basketball, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, best I understand it, but Brooke, this is what I was saying earlier about I want to be a bit more excited about his team. I wanted to find a way to get Harry Brook in this team.
0: We We haven't had many times in our life where you've got a guy who, in theory... Could be on course, you know, if he has a huge week, Rich, he could hit a mm. thousand runs before the, the end of May. Like he's yeah. not far off, 758 runs, an average of one five one three centuries. Mm. Um, he's averaging 125 versus pace and 258 versus spin. Uh, New Zealand generally don't have Correct. a very good spinner. I just, I feel he's great for this England team. Johnny Bairstow, on the other hand, has done nothing Mm. to warrant being dropped. His performance in the Ashes was exceptional. His performance in the West Indies was exceptional. Mm. It's it's almost the best of Bairstow we've seen since 2016 before he became white ball Johnny Bairstow and one of the best white ball players on the Mm. planet. So, you know, great for England no matter what he's doing. Bairstow's averages are really interesting in test cricket. He averages 30 against pace, Mm. but 44.45 against spin in his career. Mm. And he's a bit like that in one-day cricket. He's exceptional against spin, scores at a huge rate. Um, If it was me, I'd love to see Brook, but I don't think Bairstow should be dropped. And I think with going with Crawley and Pope, I almost feel you do need Root, Bairstow, Stokes at 4, 5 and 6. It feels... A little light if we go Crawley Pope and Brook, and it's not saying they're going to yeah. get out of nothing. It's just a little inexperienced at, at this level. But I do want to see Brook this summer in the lineup Have doing to. something. Uh, to me, the only way Brook plays at five is if Folks isn't fit and Besto takes the gloves at seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the only way I can see it at the moment, not thinking of the keeper really, is if uh, if Root goes at three and then you open up that middle order spot and then someone like Brook or Pope, but Brook preferably in my eyes, would have would have slotted into that role and had the opportunity, had his first opportunity, and that's that's a, probably an important point, isn't it, when you look at players like Crawley and Pope, and we're yeah. on to the, I don't know, I don't know what opportunities are on to at the moment. It's not to say they're not great cricketers, great, you know, really talented young cricketers, but we, we've already gone through probably one hand of opportunities for, for someone like an Ollie Pope, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah. so totally agree with the lineup and I, I Stokes at six i totally understand as well i think that's yeah. fine for him um and again i mean he, he's he's started the summer a little bit late hadn't he? Gotten no, announced as captain around the same time as he went absolutely berserk uh, with the bat he's not quite done it with a ball this summer as he yet but it's good to see him getting some overs under his belt no signs of any issues um you know reoccurrences of any injuries um, and we just hope that he he kind of looks after himself a little bit with the ball when it comes to test matches now. Stay fit.
0: I think that's what the move mm. to six is about. A bit of recuperation. Hopefully mm. five players above him bat some time and he's not batting in the first 20 overs. <laughs> Touch wood. I know we've not <laughs> seen much in the last <laughs> 18 months. Um, interesting. Ben Stokes, mm. averages. average is 38 against pace mm. in test cricket. Career average is 35 averages 33 versus spin but he has batted in the first 20 overs and average is 24 during that time but if ben Stokes is batting in the first 20 overs oh. you're probably normally already three or four wickets down yeah um, number true. seven with the gloves unless something happens with Bear Stout or an injury it's going to be Ooh.
1: ben folks and i know you're feeling yep. very
0: good about this selection
1: yeah i just, I just don't uh, we've said it a few times and you know it's that phrase don't overthink it ben folks is batting really really well he's a top six batsman top five batsman if you you take his position at Surrey. He's consistent with the bat. He's an undervalued and underrated batsman. Um, I don't think you're, you're losing a lot um with him with the gloves. He's a better keeper in a lot of ways than than, than some of his um, um some of the other keepers on who are options. Yeah, and he's an equally good batsman. And I think potentially if he gets a run of games, he could be he could have a sort of a career. Maybe not. Well, it could be as long as career as best. But that sort of uh, output as best though if you give him an opportunity and it's going to be from seven rather than six or five isn't it so it's the right call in my opinion and this squad is balanced because it does have best in there that if there is any issues with folks you've got the cover at wiki keeper and then brooke comes in so it's it's a nicely balanced squad in that respect and yeah he, he deserves the opportunity he deserves not just the opportunity now he deserves a run of games Yeah, not messing about give him a run of games
0: he does he's got to be a keeper mm-hmm. for the summer essentially
1: um, he averages so, yeah.
0: 28 with the bat in Test Cricket at the moment. Scored a century on debut. That's hard to remember because it's so long ago since he played yeah. those initial in games. Sri Lanka. Um, mm. Interesting record. He only averages 20 against pace, but 34.50 against spin, but has started the county championship season mm. red hot. 395 runs at an average of 98.75. Batting in the top six as well, which I, yeah. I like to see. Taking yeah. a step up there. He might have played there mm. a little bit longer than that. But yep, yeah. number one gloverman in the country. Stay with it you know what, if he averages any anything above 31, it's going to be better mm. than Butler. So yeah. let's let's wait and see what, what we get out of him. In, into the bowlers, Rich, we're going to touch on the seam mm. bowlers to start with. And I know we've just yes. listed off.
1: Yeah, Save the best or, till last.
0: Eight or nine. Yeah, we'll save the spin of conversation till last. Eight <laughs> or nine seam bowlers that's yep. not available. But we do see, I'm going to start with them, broaden Anderson back into this team. And Rob Key sat down on Sky Sports Cricket... Mm-hmm. Show podcast whatever wow. you want yep. to call it with Nasser Hussain and said, First Just thing Ben, St- ben- St- he doesn't talk like that either." First thing cool. Ben Stokes said to me, "Brother, he's not Hulk Hogan." Was wow, Broaden Anderson back in this team almost like he wanted
1: yeah. to fight. Rob Key was like, "Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's yep. fine. It's fine. Yeah, I love that from Stokes, and I love the fact that he's not worrying about you know his relationship with Root and the respect he would have had as Root as captain. It's like, no, I'm the captain now. I'm my own man." I want Jimmy and Brodie back. I never wanted them gone in the first place. That's how it seems anyway, doesn't it? So we're going to, we're going to move on from that whole conversation of what, you know, them not being in the team. We'll pretend it never happened. Uh, that's what I'm how I'm going to deal with it going forward. Um, yeah, it's perfectly good decisions. Jimmy and Brodie, you, they have to be in there. Broad's played a bit of cricket so far this summer for Notts, as has Anderson yep. for Lancashire. I think uh, Anderson's probably done a little bit better in the wickets column, perhaps, uh, just uh, without looking at the stats. But they have to be there. I think Broad is a little bit undervalued. He's another one of them players where I don't think we quite appreciate him enough. Um, I do often see people listing off teams. Yeah, and I see people where Anderson's in there, but Broad isn't. Um, And that happens too much for me. And I don't understand. I need people to explain to me why Stuart Broad isn't nearly as valued as equally as Jimmy Anderson. Um, Five hundred and thirty-seven wickets, rich and undervalued. I, like, how does that happen? I, I genuinely don't understand. I really, really don't understand. So I'm so I'm delighted that they're both in there. It anchors that ball and attack. It gives experience to the attack. I'd rather bring players in with them uh, than, than 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 drop them in, and force people to take the lead um, in a, in a sort of a false position in the team. So yeah, get them in, play them both. And I think Rob Key was talking about he wants you know this and this is exactly the right mentality to have. He wants to have them at the peak of their powers for as long as possible rather yeah. than rest, rotate and drag out their careers to a point where they're playing longer, but they're not really at the peak of their powers anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You no waste sense.
1: that time. Yeah. We don't need 45-year-old Jimmy Anderson trundling in, you know, bowling 65 mile an hour. We want them as good as they can be for as long as they can be and then go out, you know, like a ball of fire, basically, uh, yeah. rather than smolder out. Mm-hmm, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think two solid choices. You haven't got many options. Let's be honest. Nine <laughs> players are out injured. I'm unavailable. But this feels like the right option. Mm. And the thing that these two give you is if it's not going well, if it's a road, you know, if they're two, they give you mm. control and they go at two and yeah. over. And there's some yeah. stats about Stuart Broad. And if I can find the article, I will get it. I think Rick Holly tweeted me about it, and it was mm. about movement. And there was a chart going. Mm. Jimmy swings it the most for English bowlers. From Joffrey Archer starting to when yeah. he got injured. Jimmy swung it the yeah. most throughout the 80 overs. Broad had the most seam movement. Seam mm. movement is invaluable during those middle overs. If you can nip it mm. around, pick up a few wickets, and Broad can get on a roll like we've seen before. Eight for 15 mm. at Trent Bridgerich, Um yep. It's it's something Good day. very, very special for this England team. And also, if you're the opposition and there's Broad and Anderson, you know you're in for a fight from from the first ball. Two of the finest operators with a a new ball in England. Um, The the number eight hole is going to Craig Overton.
1: Yeah. It's a difficult one because we have to, this is another one of those conversations where we have to kind of compartmentalise it a little bit. Right, we've got eight or nine players out injured. Craig Overton, therefore, absolutely 100% deserves to be involved in this. If those other players were fit, then no, Craig Overton probably wouldn't be in there because I don't think he's quite shown enough whilst playing for England. Back in County last summer, just about leading wicket taker, him and Ollie Robinson. This summer, he's just about leading wicket taker again, isn't he, Craig Overton? He's up there at the very least. Yeah, Somebody is. else is probably ahead of him that we'll talk about in a moment. But Overton also gives you that little bit extra with the bat. And I say little bit extra because I don't think he gives you a hell of a lot more uh, than some of these other players in the lineup, um, you know, Broad, for example. Um, but when you look at the bowlers, this is probably the weakest batting bowling attack. Um, will have had for quite some time, I'd say. Yeah, it will be. Uh, Overton
0: is good. Overton is going to be good in England as well. He bowls just fast enough in England to be good enough. 22 wickets at 16 this year, Rich. He took Mm -hmm. shed load last year at 16. He's he's one of those guys, a bit like Holly Robinson for four or five years, head and shoulders above the other players doing it. Mm -hmm. And he's doing this in a batting year. We've spoken about it. County Championship average, three-year rolling average is about 31 Maybe for a, mm. uh for the, for the lineup at the moment teams are averaging forty one this year. It's the it's the most runs being scored by Batsman in twenty years, and he's mm. got twenty two wickets at sixteen. So that's a that's a fine effort, and it's also a good opportunity for him as well. Playing with Broad and Anderson, where there's a lot of experience, a lot of support, a lot of people to talk about how you're working out batsmen, mm-hmm. and a position where there's no wokes, mm. there's no Curran, none of these mm. players who could potentially play in that eight slot. And the chance to really nail it down for himself and get some confidence. Get some confidence. Yeah. Let's get a great yeah. overcast yeah. condition. Let's get you a Pfeiffer and get you yeah. up and running in Test match cricket.
1: Well, that's it. Let's see County Championship Craig Overton. And that's the only reason I'm kind of hesitant with him as, a, as an England player is because I've not seen him it for England. If he can perform like he does in County Cricket and, and get the reward that he gets in County Cricket, then absolutely. Let's get him in there. Let's enjoy it. Um but again, with this squad, it's like I said earlier, I wanted to be a little bit more excited. But with, with Brook probably carrying drinks, the next man you're about to come on to is also probably going to be carrying drinks. And they're yes. the two players in this squad I want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. Let's move
1: on to him. Back up, seam bowler Matty Potts. Steaming in. Matty Potts. Who I, I don't know why, but I've twice forgot him on England Watch. I think they must have... I think Durham must have just come and like, had, got a couple of overs late in the day, right. you know, having a bowl at the openers. And I've just missed it. It's not because I don't think ah. he should be anywhere near England team. <laughs> but he should absolutely. We're very excited about him. We have been uh, all summer, basically, haven't we, since the first week of the season. I'm really pleased that he's got the recognition and he got the call up. But I'm a little bit disappointed that it does sound like he might miss out. However, obviously, we have the question of a spinner. It's always the question, do they go with Jack Leach? Um, I don't think there's been a spinner that's been in so many squads and not played. Um, you know when we've gone with no spinners, basically, is Jack Leach, who is sorry getting ahead, but he's the the other bowler in the squad. But um, I would have loved to have seen Potts. He's aggressive. Uh, he's got good pace. He takes wickets. He gets good players out. He's got a lot about him. I just love the little. He's got a bit of niggle about him as well, hasn't he? Which I think every mm. uh, every young fast bowler should have. Takes plenty of wickets. That's the the key mm. takeout for me.
0: And mm. you mentioned quicker and quick enough, and there hasn't been a speed gun on show at Derbyshire, uh, at Durham, sorry, he this does. year, which has mm. been a little bit unfortunate. But Crick yeah. Arley was saying on Twitter, um, and I went back and had a look at some of the things, It was bowling about 86 in the 100 last year, which I know is a different uh, format. You're okay. bowling 20 balls, balls. across yeah. two or four sets, mm. depending how you want to talk about it. Um, and he topped out at about 90. So he's probably mm. going to be bowling 85, 86 throughout the day. If yeah. that's the case, you're getting an Something. upgrade on speed for what you're getting with an Overton, a Wokes, a Robinson. Mm. And that makes mm. it a really exciting deal for England fans going forward. Because, you know, Jimmy mm. isn't as quick as he used to be. But I think Jimmy's still got gas in the tank. Jimmy is exceptional at finding the right speed to bowl on the right day to maximise yes. movement. Brody isn't as quick as he used to be and probably be about 82. So if you've got something just with a little mm. bit more gas, considering all the fast bowlers we've got around injured, mm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good thing. I think it's a great selection. Um, 35 wickets mm. at 18 this year, four fifers, I think we were saying. He took seven for in the last game to force mm. a result on day four. He's Again, it comes down to Brook. Brook, it's the right time to pick someone, the, you know, the best they've yep. ever been. And we know they're going to be good. Matty Potts, we know they're going to be good. And he's at the peak of his powers at the moment for what he's been able yeah. to achieve in county cricket. So it's the right time, right player to come in. Wouldn't surprise me if he has a test. And I think that's why they might have done mm. the two-test match thing. One, to yeah. see who's back bowler-wise to rest mm. and Anderson from three test matches. Mm. But two, bring in the likes of Maddie Potts for maybe the third test.
1: Yeah, I, I hope he gets the opportunity and I hope Brooke gets the opportunity. I think it's as simple as that. I think they, de- they deserve it. If we're going to put any weight into to county performances, then those boys deserve to pull on the shirt at some point in this series and uh, and show what they can do and i think we need to open this squad up a little bit don't we you know this is where opportunity presents itself Potts has basically seen that and just been firing so far deserves a chance brook if you can't reward a guy that's averaging 151 and 700 odd runs uh by middle of may then uh, then there's something going wrong isn't it especially when we don't have england batsmen averaging over 30 um, yeah. in lord knows how long so um get him in. It's ridiculous. But uh, but that's done. Let's wrap it up, Rob, with the last position. This is the, what's got everyone talking, isn't it? And I, Jack Leach, it's Jack Leach. I, I'll count it like, you know, just I'll open it up if that's okay, just to say,
0: yeah.
1: let's not criticise Jack Leach because Parkinson wasn't picked. Jack Leach is doing nothing wrong. Jack Leach is doing what Jack Leach always does. He's steady. He has control. He's He's got the old night watchman in, in, in him, hasn't he? Um, I just, It's just that thing, isn't it? It's Jack Leach. You love him, but it's just, it's Jack. You're good, Jack. You're really good, Jack. We like Jack, but you're not Matt. (laughs) And that's the the shared view, isn't it? You're not Matt Parkinson. And I think people are just gagging now to see what Matt Parkinson can can, can do um, in an England shirt in Test matches. Mm.
0: Yeah, we've not been in a position where we've had a really exciting spinner for a long time. I did the county pod on Monday so long. and I, I spoke mm. about Matt Parkinson. And I said, there's mm. nothing wrong with Jack Leach. 79 yeah. wickets in average of 31. He got pummeled in Australia, but he came back strong. He bowled yeah. superbly on decks where we declared three times in two test matches. It was that flat. He mm. bowled brilliant and went, went at less than two and over mm. 11 wickets at an average of 30. He's done nothing wrong to deserve to be yeah. dropped. All I'm looking at it is going, you've got Jack Leach whose ceiling is this And at the moment, we've got an exciting young leg spinner who, one, has sneaky good control in county cricket. Yes. He takes a load of wickets, um, second leading wicket taker in Division 1. Number one's Hassan Ali. What you're seeing is top bowlers taking wickets this year. Mm -hmm. He's not trundlers, it's the top bowlers. He's the top bowler. Oh. and yeah, his ceiling's just higher. Mm. And you want to mm. see that in test match cricket. You've just watched him play against Yorkshire. You saw him bamboozle Harry Brook when Harry Brooke <laughs> was in it like yeah. a beach ball. And you, yeah. you get that from Parkinson. You get mm. these unplayable deliveries that get mm. wickets. There is a critique of him going around that he doesn't bowl it fast enough. There's not enough zip. Generally, you see leg spinners zipping mm. through a little bit more. He's generally bowling at 40, 45 mile an hour. Whatever it's doing, it's working for him. And at some point, mm. we're going to have to see it. Yeah, Not sure when that's going to be. Um, but also, you know, talking about Leach in the West Indies, Leach was part of that rear guard with Saqib Mahmood where they went and scored mm. like 100 for the last wicket as well. So mm. Jack Leach is a over my dead body, limited ability, but that's not being condescending because he's an international mm. cricketer. But, guy he makes the most of it. And sure, he's had yeah. a rough time at times. Yeah. And sure, he's not been believed in at times. Mm. But he's still going and he's still performing pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, and he must feel a little bit from the outside that they, you know, a lot of people the public would like to see somebody else instead of him. Yeah. But he will still bowl you 30 overs in the innings if you need him to. He'll still give you good control. He'll still pick up some good wickets. And he will still do absolutely all he can with a bat. Like you said, it's not being disrespectful to say he's a limited batsman. He is. He's, he's got a few shots and he knows what he can do with them. Uh, he's not going to destroy an attack. He's not going to suddenly smash a 50 like He could do down the order. But he'll do what he can do. And we need to appreciate him. And I don't think I quite appreciate him enough because I'm also one of those people that wants to see Parkinson. But it's not because I don't appreciate Leach. I need to kind of be clear on that to myself as well as you guys. Yeah. But we've got, like you said, we have to see Parkinson at some point. We're getting impatient. He's not a kid. He's not a 21-year-old leg spinner. He's he's pushing 25 now, isn't he? Yeah. Please tell me. Yeah, Yeah, he's... When, do, when, if not now, it's it's getting as simple as that. It's a new regime, new setup, new captain, new coach, soon to be new selectors. We've got a new white ball coach that's just arrived. that We'll talk about uh, soon, you know, probably not today. Whole new setup. This is the time to try new things. Maybe not the first test, but we've got to try it soon. I, I totally agree with everybody saying where's Parkinson. It, it's yeah. it's a strange you've, one. <laughs> you, you've got
0: to you've got to have those conversations. Mm. So we've got three mm. test matches, Rich. First yep. one at Lord's, starting. June 2nd. Yep. Then off to Trent Bridge and then mm-hmm. finishing at Headingley. Um, mm. Before we finish off, we did ask for some hot takes on Twitter and right. was like what are people thinking about this England squad? And I'll put it up mm. on screen but to, to summarise it <laughs> Neil put in capitals to make sure you're listening. Parkinson, 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 Parkinson. Alex Bishop put no Bahanan <laughs> or Parkinson. Close close your eyes, can't see Monkey emoji. Jim Dale, Zach Crawley is blackmailing someone, something somewhere about something. Allegedly. Simon Mark Powell, Parkinson, um, Anas. I don't understand why Parkinson is not being picked. Um, also curious uh, about Pope and Bearstow in, in the lineups. So they're, they're just things. Yeah. There's just things going on in English cricket that we've got something young, good, and exciting. And you yeah. know for a fact if it was in a different country. And they had someone taking this amount of wickets as a spinner,
1: they probably would have been caught up. No, probably. So they'd have been playing for the last year, I think. You know, I think you, you've got to kind of try and hit one out of the park, haven't you? We, we, you know, I don't know the baseball vernaculars, but are we trying to hit instead of hitting double? I don't know, whatever it is. I run... We need to try and s- smack it out of the park, basically. And I think that's the Parkinson selection versus the leech, which is the safe. Yeah. Um, just know what you're going to get selection. Yeah. Neither so... correct at the moment, but I would, we all want to see Parky at some point. We, we definitely do.
0: So mm. let us know in the comments below what you guys think about this squad selection, whether it's good or bad, whether you're optimistic for the future or whether you think mm. it's falling on the conservative lines. Um, mm. But either way, it is going to be an exciting three-test match series. We spoke about the Black Caps. We'll do a preview mm. just before the first test is ready to roll. We'll talk yep. through that Black Caps team who's batting and I've touched on isn't as great as what you might think it is and Henry Nichols is already back in New Zealand as well so Mm. big opportunities for some bowlers to take some wickets Mm. and depending on what's going on with the IPL potentially some of their bowlers Mm. won't be available that first test but thank you so much for listening everyone I hope Mm. you've enjoyed it we'll be back next week County Championship Round 7 review the last one before we get into the T20 blast Uh, we'll be doing England watch where we're actually creating a depth chart around English pace bowlers most of which probably on the injury bench so uh, we'll catch you then till next time